Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donster. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko. And you're listening to the Games for Love podcast. Dreams come true 
Is this all a rush of magic curse That hurts in his foot Makes him blister burst Then play the luckiest loser we ever knew And Rublev realized Vienna dreams come true Welcome back, guys. <laughs> a little bit of a surprise start there for this episode. And, uh, well, thought we had to do that tournament justice. And Andre Rublev, obviously, winning his fifth title in uh, Vienna. And what an amazing tournament it was. And, uh, well, credit to him. Uh, what an amazing player. JG, what do you think of the intro? Mate, before we get on to Rublev, I thought, well done, Ben. Obviously, you worked on that yourself. It's actually the first time I've seen it, <laughs> um, which many of you won't believe, but it's true. Um, yeah, congratulations, Ben. I love it. It's brilliant. Um, no worries. I love the tune as well. I was actually singing it along as it was going. <laughs> do you like the few twists I threw in there? Only yeah. one ginger can go through. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was trying to throw in a few of the things that we've been talking about throughout the whole tournament. That was the, the key in that. But one day to write a song, not very long time, but managed to nail it somehow. Okay, I thought you did very well. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. But, yeah, I just wanted to say that that, that tournament, yeah, what a great tournament. Uh and I think it's highlighting it even more now. Now we're looking uh, back at it. And now that I've seen a few of the first matches of the Paris Masters, mm. that tournament was really now leaps and bounds above. Having the crowd, having the atmosphere, it was the first taste of real tennis that we real, really had. Maybe the French Open a little bit as well. But yeah, that was the main ATP one with all that stacked event. And I don't even think having that final uh, diminished it. I thought the whole tournament was full of like drama, full of stories. I loved it. Mate, it was brilliant. And I think uh, the Sonego oh. story is the one what was particularly special for me. Um, your mic sounded like it just suddenly came on then. Sorry, I don't know what happened then. All right. That's, that's all right. Yeah, it's good now. Yeah, just couldn't hear it that much before. That was all. Yeah, no, it was just amazing. I love the Sonego story for me. It's special, obviously beating Djokovic, gone all the way to the final, playing Rublev. Rublev was uh, just too strong for him, wasn't he, in the final? Mm. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't talk more about Djokovic and Sonego in the song. You didn't really mention uh, that match. There's, there's, not much, there's not much room to cram in all of the stuff that happened. I wanted to give mentions to a lot of people like Dan Evans uh, and lots of other things that happened in the tournament as well. There were so many people in it and it was so difficult to count everybody in there. But 
think I did all right. Not bad for a day. For a day Mate, I think right. it's excellent. And you've just raised, you've set the bar quite high now. I'm expecting one for the Paris Masters as well. Well, I, this is what I mean. I, if we, if there's going to be something special, because I knew that already that there was a song called Vienna out there, which is one of my favourite Billy Joel songs anyway. And I just thought, oh, this is just too fitting. And I've just got to do it. And so, yeah, I just went for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the product you come out with. But, yeah, I'm happy with it. It's up late last night, mate. Got to bed at about half past three in the morning making that. So mate, hope it was you guys it. I think pleased. everyone loved it as well. Thomas Rock saying, this is beautiful. Oh, Wildlife. Gave you a little clap. Thank you. Davor Jovic. Well, big fan of, obviously, Borna Torich. He did well today. <laughs> we'll get exactly. on to that in a minute. But, yeah, I thought, yeah, if we just do a, keep on speaking about that tournament though and that's why i thought it deserved having something special made for it because i thought that that i actually got the feeling like it was actually like there was no pandemic on or something at, at a moment and there was just a lot going on we were having the, it's probably one of the tournaments i've enjoyed the most and with everybody in the live watch alongs are some of the best ones we've we've done as well i really enjoyed last week uh yeah it was up there with some of the top game to love experiences for me yeah no mate i'd have to agree with you and i think it's fitting that rublev was the one who went all the way and won it obviously he's been the most informed player in 2020 yeah. that's his fifth tournament he's won right now and he's looking at red hot form and i think for paris i know we were sort of discounting him with the <clears> fact <throat> that he's played so much tennis recently but he's he's troubling mate. he could go all the way and win it you never Honestly, know do you, you? can't count him out there's part of me that wants him wants me to save it. Well, I want him to save himself for London a little bit to see if we can get the best out of him there. I don't want him to burn himself out, but it looks like anything's possible with him this year. And mm. as you said, he's now well won the most titles uh, this year out of anybody. That's another reason I thought he deserved special praise this year. Another reason for the song. And we don't give him... Well, we've not given him enough credit, I don't think, on this podcast because he's obviously been that player who's been winning a lot and we've been not been tipping him to win that much at all. So I think we will start from now, but we don't want to tip him too much because he might start losing because we know the GTL curse is uh, it's very prevalent. But I thought yeah. something interesting as well, like the statistics from the year, he's won 39 matches, uh, which is now equal with Novak Djokovic for the year as well. And he's lost seven. Djokovic has lost three, but he's up there. He's in well with the best in the world. So, and he's overtaken him with the amount of tournaments. Incredible. I'm just smiling, Ben, because I'm looking at the comments and Kieran there <laughs> saying, "Love that, Ben." JG up, up next. <laughs> JG's going to give us <laughs> a wrap. You're not going to be getting anything from me. I hate to say it to you, but um... no, I mean. I'd already do like my own music and stuff on the side. So it's sort of like a pastime of mine anyway. So when I get the opportunity, this, this is just the first of many. I'm just going to tell you that whenever there's a good opportunity and I feel that it's warranted, like Rublev had it warranted in this tournament, yeah, we'll roll them out again. So yeah, definitely going to be happening more. Fair enough. So we move on to Paris. Yeah, I think we should. I think we definitely should tackle it because there's been so many matches and 
God, yeah, and some really, uh, I feel I'm taking back all the things that we said on, uh, was it yesterday's podcast? Well, you can be exposed now as well, because you can see how many you've got right today and wrong. I know uh, Wild Live was saying at the beginning of the podcast, he's not had a very good start to the bracket league. He was bottom. Yeah, <laughs> and I was looking at some of them picks and they were pretty terrible, but it's been really, really tough to call today. There's been a lot of underdogs winning, and um, I think you've just, I'll show you the screen now. Yeah, and there I've, been, go. I've sort of been... I was getting criticised in the chat yesterday for some of the selections, and uh, we'll get to those ones in a sec. But we had, obviously, the big upset of the day was uh, Philip Krajnovic gone out to Feliciano Lopez. What's going on there? Mental, mate. Honestly, mental. I did not see it happening whatsoever. Couldn't believe I remember eyes. watching the start of the match, and Krajnovic was up free love. And then in the tie-break, he was up maybe 5-1 or something. He was he was leading quite, quite heavily in the tie-break, and then... Lopez just kept pegging him back all the time. Obviously, he's 39 years old. He's the oldest player um, yeah, to win I mean, to win a match at, at Paris. And it's just bizarre. Like, I didn't... No one saw it coming at all. He's not even been in very good form, Lopez. No. But experience was key. And he managed to just prevail against an informed Kranovic. And that second set, mate, he was pretty lethal in it as well. So you can see that... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, it just looked... As soon as I saw that first set and the way it was going... I just thought, ah, oh, it's going to be one of those tournaments, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to have picked all of the wrong ones. And, uh, well, the next match, not so. I thought that was a safe bet. I think that I should have followed the same rules that applied in this one to some of my other selections because clay court player against hard court player, Jordan Thompson went through. And, yeah, rightly so. Jordan Thompson, much better player. Yeah, uh, the next one was sort of like we were touting as the tie of the round, really. Like yeah, the Fuskovic Chorich. I had Chorich, as you can see there. And- Man, I'm going to give Davor his moment. He loves. He's a massive fan of Borne Chorich, <laughs> and uh, I'm not his biggest fan, but he's proved me wrong yet again. I went for Fuskovic, probably more heart than anything. If you're looking at it, if I'm following my head, Borne is so good, and he's been in such good form recently. Um, it's no surprise he really went and won. However, I thought Martin would have had too much for him. It was actually a very close first set as well. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was up a break, Martin, was he not? I believe so. I believe so. He was up a, a break at one point. I think it was yeah. right early in the match, though. I don't think that there have been much had uh, gone on. Uh, let me just have a quick check. Yeah, I know he got broken and he actually came back. That was it. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I thought, oh, look, Martin's actually playing pretty well now but then when he got to the tie break yeah it was just it was such a tight set and it's one of those ones where you think martin needed that yeah and uh if he if he actually won that set you'd see him with a good chance of winning the match and he's similar to that like in grand slams he always normally takes the first set and it puts him in good stead but this this time no unfortunately not one thing i can say about torich i was surprised how sweaty he was it looked very bizarre i was watching the entirety of the match and he was just covered in sweat like he looked like he just got in a shower and, and come out and play tennis it's like the andy roddick isn't it he used to be like that he was one of the sweatiest players on tour he used to have to change shirts about six times a match it's crazy but i think they yeah. all do it now anyway but yeah our uh, chorich through so good selection there well it's going to be really interesting obviously davil they're saying there's a good chance now we'll probably see uh nadal born a chorich wow and there and i had some uh something to say about that because obviously Chorich Nadal they've level pegging in their head-to-head they're two apiece in their head-to-head haven't played each other for three years though 
So that's uh, Chorich won the first one in Basel, Dahl the second one at the US Open. Third one was in Cincinnati, Chorich. Fourth one was Nadal at Canada Masters, but he absolutely wiped the floor with Chorich mm. in the last one, 6-1, but three years is a long time. Well, so. we don't know how Nadal's going to respond. Obviously, that'll be his um, second match back on hard courts. Yeah, exactly. So he's not going to be in the most... Uh, he's not going to have that much rhythm, but the way he played in the French Open, he's still... It's still Rafa Nadal. He's going to be very difficult to beat in this whole tournament. So for me, I think he will be all right and he'll have too much for Borna Choric. Um, I'm always proven wrong, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You love it, yeah. Well, I think everybody sees Rafa doing well. He's played so well on his comeback anyway, and that was on clay, but I I think he's just a force, isn't he? It's going to take a lot to stop him. Uh, If we continue down... We uh, we haven't had Karenia Buster gassed on. I believe that one's going to be playing uh, later tonight. Although they no, they just no. It's right now. It's the, it's the first set's finished. Buster won the first set six three. Oh, that's looking good for me. So that's uh, that's all right then. Not too bad. Buster Gaston, yeah, I thought it was a little bit of a big ask going up against the ninth seed. Really, despite being at home, yeah, I don't. I I think Buster's just going to clear it, clear up straight sets. Next one. Jan Leonard Struff, he's pretty comfortable. He didn't seem that comfortable in the first set. He was, it was a bit uh, back and forth, really, to be honest with this one. He's the type of player, Struff. He's a bit up and down with his uh He's his not play. consistent whatsoever. His play is probably the most in- inconsistent on tour. But then Basashvili, on the other, other hand, is consistent, but consistently bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in the top 40, but that's only because of the, the way the ranking system is working right now. Yeah. Um, He's going to drop out of that next year completely. Like he's in terrible run of form. I saw a statistic today about. I don't think he's won a set in the last. I forget the exact number. However many. So he's not. He's not winning sets, let alone matches. So this guy's in real trouble. Obviously, had all them incidents off off court with his personal life. Um, He's not won a set since he's come back. Uh, The last one, one in. Well, and if you can call it a match, it looks like it was. uh, It was Davis Cup against. Even of Estonia, but yeah, he hasn't won a set for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten matches now without yeah. a set, and that is awful form. But he was four-one up today in the first set and lost six-four. So that goes, tells you all you need to know about how it's going for him right now. Unfortunately, another bad day at the office, and uh, maybe there's. Something, uh, well, he just needs to sort his off court. Maybe he just hasn't sorted himself right, like got his head right off court. I think, yeah, he needs to go away, have a look in the mirror, and yeah. just decide how he needs to make the changes. Is there a coaching change needed? Is there just a different, I don't know, is there a, like a, a niggle that he's got that he needs to get finally sorted out? Just take some time away, I think. Use this break that's coming up to a really look at this section of the draw. It looks like you've done very well, don't <clears throat> mate. I see a lot of green, obviously, Buster's yes. winning the first set as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then you've got Buster to beat Struff, which I think probably would happen as well. So yeah, moving easy? down, Gombos, the qualifier. Well, both qualifiers. Yeah. And I think most people looking at the selections picked Gombos, funny enough. I think and, Wild uh, Live. Yeah, he was too good. <laughs> I think Wild Live went for a lot of clay quarters down <laughs> in his selection. So, uh, yeah, Gombos. I think we we both said Gombos, didn't we? Thought yeah. he was going to tidy that one up pretty uh, easily, and yeah, hard court versus clay court again, and should have. But your next it. one's crazy, mate. Gombos to beat Goffan. Wow. Yeah, Obviously, them two are matching up. Goff Gombos played a lot of tennis, 
So you could say he's probably got the run of form against Goffin, but Goffin's the more elite tennis player out of the two. Yeah, and in yeah. normal circumstances, you'd probably expect Goffin to be able to, to dispatch of Combos. Easily. <laughs> yeah. But it's a Goffin who's on his worst run of form as well. So you just don't know. You don't know which David Goffin's going to turn up. Like if it's the one that's played in the last four or five matches, then I see Gombos winning. So yeah. we move down. Obviously, Zverev has a bye, and he'll be playing. Uh, these ones haven't played yet. These are no. just my selections. We move down. This was another upset. I can't believe it. Radu Albot <laughs> went through against Hubert Hercatch. Yeah, and fully deserved, may I add. Like, he was yeah. really good. Hercatch uh, was trying everything, but... Albert was just too good for him, and it's Albert's actually hitting a bit of form. I was looking down at some of the results, and I know he was on a terrible run of like eight matches losing, um, but now he's started to pick up some um, some results. He's playing a lot better tennis, um, and yeah, deserved winner in the end. If you if you looked at the odds and the bookies, he was at like fours or fives, I believe. So yeah, very very long. Odds. If anyone picked uh, Albert to go through there, is Herkaz just a big serve and nothing? behind it I don't really or... rate him I don't rate him much at all I think I'm just a bit always uh, not very impressed I think he's a big powerful player however just lacks consistency I don't think he's a, he's a very intelligent tennis player um, I don't want to write him off I know he's only young and he's only going to get better but for me he's not someone who like inspires me or someone who yeah. I think is going to go to the next level and actually win big things Sort of bottled the second set there uh, a bit. Well, he obviously won it in the end, but he was serving at 5-4 and got broken back. And then he ended up going all the way to a third set. Maybe if he had managed to finish it off a bit sooner, he might have maintained more confidence. Probably took a bit of a hit, the confidence there. And yeah, and Andy was a break, uh, break up in the beginning of the third set as well and still managed to get broken twice. But don't take it away from Radu Albot. We give him a hard time. Well, Radu's uh, got the one and only Andre Rublev next, so it's not going to get any easier for him. Oof, oof. I don't, I don't like that. So, yeah, I've got a, a loss there, but I didn't have him going any further. I had Andre Rublev, the man of the moment, winning again. And, well, what do you reckon? Do you reckon you can see an upset there? Do you reckon the curse of the winning the tournament is going to strike Andre Rublev? No, not against Albot, surely not. <laughs> well, stranger things have happened at sea. Uh, so, going down a bit more, this one, I don't know what I was thinking. What was I thinking? I Why think we both I... got wrapped up on it, but it's yeah. a tough one. Bonzi did an exceptional, played some amazing stuff. He did. We both love Coria so much. Uh, I don't know, a bit <laughs> disappointed with him, I guess. French... I think he just got blown away and just poor. The Frenchman, though, he should have just known it. But he didn't turn up, though. Correa didn't turn up today. No, he didn't. And the forehand, from what I saw of it, I saw it in uh, little dribs and drabs, and it just looked like Bonzi was just much stronger, stronger serve, and was just bossing him around the court. And the Correa forehand, he was just looping lots of big topspin, but wasn't really putting much power behind it. And Yeah, you can't do that against the Bonds. I think there's like a hundred places between them in the ranking. Like Correa's the better player generally. Um, yeah, I think it's quite. Uh, Bonzi must have moved up a bit though, because he had a really good run of form. Uh, I think it was just before the break, before we went away. I think he's about 180th. Wow, dead on. Exactly 180. Someone's been doing their research. <laughs> and Correa's 93rd. There you go. So JG with some uh, quick stats. Uh, uh, yeah, 
keep going down. Dimonor. Well, before that was... one, you've got Fakina Hatchnoff, which is going on right now. At the moment, and Fakina's though. up the first set. He's winning the first set. Hatchnoff wow. is, is caught in a juice as well right now with Fakina on his serve. So uh, I was we were saying it. how dangerous Davidovich Fakina is. I didn't expect him to be doing this well, though, against Hatchinoff. Obviously, Hatchinoff won this tournament, uh, I think, yeah. two years ago. So I was expecting Hatchinoff to do really well. He's not really found the form of that of uh, two years ago, though, has he? Uh, this is one that I was. I was sort of umming and ahhing on the last podcast, just which way is it going to go? And even seeing the first set, I was watching it before we came on, and it just looked like he was struggling on his own service game a lot, and he was being held into a juice quite a lot, even from the, the kickoff. And it looked mm. like Davidovich Fakina was really going for it, and just hope that Hatchinov can turn up. Just try and give me a win in that bracket. Come on, what are you doing to me? Can't be. Well, Thomas Rock saying Karen can come back yet, and uh, apparently he just held. So that's good news well. for him. Nice to know he can hold his serve. Was he six foot six or six foot seven? Should hope he's have holding his serve. But yeah, Alex de Menor, my well, the main man from down under. He goes through. I wouldn't say that easy, but it was a quite a tough match in the first set. But he was sort of comfortable. Mate, I know you've got. He's, he was probably licking his lips saying he's going to have a qualifier, but. Stefano Travaglia for me is not a qualifier type player he's a real elite tennis player on the ATP yeah. main draw tricky player on any condition really so yeah yeah for sure he did well yeah. to get past that and sort of weather the storm yeah I mean it was a very even the first set was very very even uh, in fact the whole match was pretty pretty even and there wasn't there was only one break of serve right at the end of that first set and then in the, exactly the same on the second set broken the last game uh, mm-hmm. Just goes to show, he just had just the edge. And that's all all you need, really. Two break points, same as Rublev. That's all you need, two breaks to serve. So, yeah, he goes through. And we go all the way down. Uh, none of these have played yet. And we go down to, yeah, well, I called this one. Don't want to say I called it, but I called it. And Marcus, you, I thought we knew. I yeah, I think everyone start. picked you on, surely. Yeah, despite being a qualifier, we know that Ramos loves to dish out... Uh, a few defeats in these tournaments. We saw him obviously lost the number 500 in the world in the last tournament. So For me, I was just shocked he took a set, to be honest. Yeah, I that's what I was. Done in two. Um, really shocked. But this one, well, JG called it. Maran Cilic. And rolling back the years like Simply Red. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> bagels him in the first set. Thought that there was a little resurgence, but I think Felix had a some sort of niggle or something. He had the physio out in yeah. the in the third, in the third set. set. Yeah, so I don't know what was what the problem was. I don't think I think his movement wasn't too good. It didn't mm, I don't like really it. buy it too much, to be honest, mate. I think it was <laughs> just Marin Silic was too good. He was I, too good. I picked him for a reason. I've actually got him winning the next round as well. <clears throat> um, he was very, he played so well, and some of the shots he was pulling off, it was like the Chilich of old. He literally was stepping in on any serve he could get his racket on, and he was hitting winners off of the Felix serve. So it's, Mate, it's a Grand Slam champion we're talking about. Marin Silic is a proper elite bowler in my in my yeah. uh, in my terms, and I love him. I, I think he's a brilliant player. Um, I don't know. Was he my dark horse? I don't think he was. I thought. I kind of wish he was. I think it was. 
I think it might have been, yeah. It was my dark horse to win the <laughs> tournament. It, I forget now so much has happened since, but for me, that's someone like looking at it, that's who I would have picked as my dark horse. I love him. I think he's brilliant, obviously unseeded. I think he's got a chance to go all the way. I know it's going to be super tough for him because he's going to be most likely playing City Pass um, or Ugo Homba, of course. Uh, but I don't know. I think he, if he has a brilliant draw and just plays well and and, beat, and plays his best tennis, there's no reason he can't beat a, a, a City Pass, in my opinion. He's got to get past Moutet first, who, well, I was proven wrong. I thought Caruso was just going to turn him over because I was not impressed with Moutet so much. But he's got the home... Home advantage, the Frenchman should have stuck with it, really, shouldn't I? The home, all the yeah. French people. The... I thought that was a very close match, though. It was, it was very close. Uh, I went with Moutet, but I wasn't too sure. It's not that it got good. The next match I was actually was one of the ones which I was most excited about, and I was what actually got to watch this one. There wasn't many because we were working, obviously, whilst it was going on. I managed to catch most of this Ugo Umber versus Casper Ruud. And that was actually a real competitive affair between mm. these two youngsters. And I was actually really impressed with the resolve of uh, Umber because he went yeah. down the first set and Ruud looked like he was uh, had the killer instinct in that set and Umber was misfiring a bit. In the second set, Umber really started to uh, he started all to like put the pieces together. And was like really started playing a lot better. His serve started firing a lot uh, faster, and yeah, it, it looked like he was running out of ideas. Casper uh, Ruud, and he obviously has this big loop in the most spin on tour, isn't it? With yeah. that uh, forehand, and that wasn't doing him any favors in the second set. He was, it was it's just the highest like RPM, isn't it? Yeah, it was just keeping it in the court more than anything. It was looping and bouncing up, allowing Umber to hit it. So. He was able to win that set fairly comfortably, and then it was a real close, like third set. And then when he got into that tie break, yeah. Just well, what I want to say about the tie break is, that yeah, I'm not going to give too much credit to Umber. I thought he played really he played good. I, for me, it was more Casper Ruud was just terrible. He was. I thought he, I thought he had a really bad tie break. The way he played, I think I was really disappointed with it. Considering the whole match, I thought he was pretty good. Mm. Um. I thought it was just disappointing. Umbert did do well. He had some good first serves as well. But Rude for me was just disappointing in the tie break. I thought he's, uh, I don't know, he stepped his foot off the gas a little bit and just made some uncharacteristic mistakes, which probably was due to the nerves of the fact that it's a final set tie break and he knows it's all or nothing now. Every point yeah. is worth so much in a tie break, isn't it? And it makes sense that occasionally you will <clears throat> slip up more than more than most. And don't forget, there's all the added pressure of this uh, being Masters 1000 as well. Yeah. The more money you get into the next round, the more points on offer as well. So, yeah, he's not going to be having either of those because Ugo Umber, my dark horse, squeezed through. Not that hopeful now <laughs> after seeing that, but uh, <laughs> he's going to be up against uh, Stefanos in the next round. That's going to be an interesting one. Could see an upset. Well, I'd like to say, and I'd like to see an Umber upset. Mm, they're them, well, they're my two picks for the tournament already playing each other. So maybe I should have done a dark horse up the top end. Just to yeah. And an and interesting know. point on Silic, obviously, as Davor was saying, I'm so happy Silic won. I love Torric, but Silic is my favourite player. He got me into tennis when I was like 13 when he won the US Open. Yeah, I mean, incredible player. And he's been... 
around for so many years now. Uh, I'm not sure how old he is. Is he about 35 now, is he? I don't know. He's an experienced head on tour for sure. Oh, he's so experienced. And uh, he's just one of those players that, you know, no, he's not even that old. He's 32. So he's still got still got some years left in the tank. And uh, he's just one of those players. He's massive. What, he's six foot six, I think. And big serve, big power shots. And can move around the court as well I and mean, it's very yeah. deceiving you he's got very good movement for sure that's the one thing that obviously helped him win that u.s open title and on his day he's always a nightmare for any of those players nobody wanted to uh play him coming uh through a grand slam ever because you know there's always a chance he turns it on for a tournament and then you're going out like straight sets he's one of those type of players so yeah yeah, yeah. Well done to Maran Cilic. I mean, he's could he be the surprise package? Could JG have a good dark horse running through? Yeah, I didn't again? have a bad. I had a good dark horse the last tournament as well. Obviously, Anderson going out in the semis, um, yeah. cantering through to the next round. Your dark horse. <laughs> we'll see, though, mate. It's very tough because uh, yeah. I've got him to beat Mutet, but then sit and pass. I think that's going to be really tough. Well, yeah. That's if it is we... sit and pass, even Umber, it's going to be tough against Cilic. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to pull up the, the, the leaderboard, see how everyone yeah. else is getting on this week? And while you do that, I'll just go through the results, what's happening right now. So, Buster is up a break in the second. He won the first set 6-3, and he's up 2-1 in the second with a break of serve. Oh, nice. Whereas Hatchinoff for Kina, it's on serve, but Hatchinoff with that has got a break point. So, he's 2-1, he's got the scoreboard advantage, and he's got a break point against the Kina serve. Ooh. So, we could be seeing a little turnaround there. Here we go. Go on, Karen. So, yeah, if we just have a look, we've got one clear leader there, which is Harry Carrillo at the top there with 11. Should we have a quick look to see uh, yeah. what the selections were? Yeah, so well done, Harry Carrillo. He, he called <laughs> Feliciano Lopez to beat Kronovich. I think that's Madness. super impressive. Wow. And as you keep going, there's a lot of green there. Jordan Thompson, obviously. Bonatoric, Struff, Gombos. Has he got Has any he got, wrong? I don't know. Well, oh, there you uh, go. Albert always. I everyone. think the Albert one, if anyone's <laughs> got him, fair play. I don't think anyone does, to be fair. I'm sure they have. I bet that's the only one that's wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that probably is the yeah, Maybe the Felix. One. Oh, we got yeah. that as well. Got Chilic, Mutet. Well played, honestly. Wow. That's just an super impressive. So, yeah. yeah, clear at the top. On your own. That's a really impressive. Do you want to see who's at the bottom? Should we go? We got Tommy Tommy Cool. He's in there in third. Yeah. I think that's Mr. <laughs> Thomas Rowley. So well done to him. He's first first week joining and he's doing that's pretty it. well. We've got John Marty there in eighth. Uh, 12 Travel 21 also eighth. Oh, there I am. Whoa. Eighth as well. Go on, JG. Not too so we have bad. a look at the full standings. See if I'm. Uh... Well, do you make it, mate? You might be on the I next don't, I think I'm, I think I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's obviously the winner of last week. Oh, ben, 21st. 21st. I'm level with Jack's though, and that's a good omen, I think. And you've got Vamos Rafa as well. He's been doing pretty well. Melez is in there as well. Is it a bit coincidental that he's level with Jack's again? <laughs> I don't know the same? Probably have. I don't know. But if we have... Jan's there, he's not having a good week, is he? 33rd. Oh, and Wild Live. Live, right? They're right near the bottom. But he's not, oh, Chris he's not Mir. Bottom. Chris Mir is rock bottom there. What happened here, Chris Mir? 
This is so uncharacteristic of you. He was atop of the leaderboard for the most of last week. And look how things can change. Let's have a quick look at Chris Mears. Not to be mean to Chris Mears, but we yeah, I think Wild to- Life will let you off this week because you're 38. We're not going to pick up your, we're not going to let you, we're not going to embarrass you on the podcast, but Chris Mears not getting away with it. No, I mean, to go from, we've got Del Bonis, that's a very strange pick. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, had that. Chechen- Chechenato. Oh, I, I can understand the- it, but I think it's a tough one. Clay quarters, picking the clay quarters. Where else did it go wrong? Albert, obviously. <laughs> I don't know if it, Travaglia to, be- Travaglia to beat Dimonor. Yeah, I can understand it. Uh, Felix, oh. yeah, I can understand. I'm rude to beat Umber. Ah, sorry, Chris Mir. But yeah, it's not least... good for him. Who's he got for the winner, the eventual winner? Yeah, it's a good point. Berrettini. Oh, Berrettini. Oh, no, is that oh, it? Is no, that the winner? More. Is there one more? Rublev. Yeah, Rublev. <laughs> so a Berrettini, Rublev final and Rublev wow. to win. It's bold, but I've seen crazy things happen. Indeed. But yeah, that's the uh, that's how the bracket's going. Remember... I was up at the top in the first day last week and I didn't. I only ended up in, what was it, fourth or sixth or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's all the points start totaling up and getting bigger and bigger the more yeah, we go Yeah, it doesn't on. really matter where you are right now, to be honest. If you can call the semi-finalist or the winner or the quarter-finalist, you're going to get a lot of points and you'll probably be right up there at the, at the end. So, um, it's um, better to be down there right now than when it, later on. You want You want your main picks to still be in there. That's the main thing. Thomas Rock saying it's uh, his first week too. Didn't see you on there. Which one? Which name are you under? Yeah, he's got some code name, probably. Yeah, it's one of those Russian uh, code <laughs> names. I bet. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let us know what it is, and then we'll uh, we'll see. We'll track your progress on the next one as well. But yeah, yeah does anyone any- want to join the 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 the, to the, the words out my mouth. Oh, Take sorry, on. you can talk about it, and I'll, I'll add it on. All right, then go on. Yeah, if anybody does want to join the league and you're new uh, into the podcast, then yeah, just click the link in the description below. Uh, It's in every single description for every video we have. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify potentially and want to join in, then you just need to go to uh, www.tennisdrawchallenge.com and then you want to register there and then you want to join the GTL Tennis League. So if you yeah. just find that group and join it, and then you can join in. Don't you can't do it for this one, but we obviously got the uh, ATP finals in London that's coming up, so we can have some selections for that one. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Yeah, nice one. I think we'll wrap it up there. We obviously had all the action from today. Ben wanted to do his song. Hopefully, you enjoyed <laughs> it. I, I certainly did. I thought it was brilliant. So well done, Ben. Cheers, uh, buddy. Hats off to you. I'm not going to actually take it off because my hair's terrible. No, we'll keep them on, I think. I think it's wise. We don't want to scare everyone off. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah we'll if it... you probably tomorrow. Maybe we'll do another podcast tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you haven't liked the video yet, please always remember, hit the like button. It just helps us out, makes the video uh, sharpen and more searches. And uh, yeah, if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button. Perfect. And we'll see you in the coming days. Indeed. See you guys. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.